0: I'm Elena Salinas, software engineer and host of the Women in Tech show, technical interviews with prominent women in tech. Blockchain technology is being used in different industries. NASA is using it to improve their communications system. Finance industry is exploring it in how they do transactions. Jean Koses, assistant professor in electrical and computer engineering at University Akron, explains what blockchain technology is. We talked about the components of blockchain and examples of applications using it. Yin explained the implications of decentralized processing and tools we can use to use this technology. Before we begin, I'd like to thank Blind for being a sponsor. Navigating the workplace can be a challenge. Blind is an anonymous app for tech workers where they can discuss and talk about career development, compensation, corporate policies, workplace harassment, and more. Go to teamblind.com to download the app and connect with other employees from your company. That's teamblind.com. Thank you. Jean Weikosis, Assistant Professor in Electrical and Computer Engineering at the University of Akron, is joining us today. Jean, welcome to the show. Thank you. you exploring using blockchain technology. This is going to be the topic of today's episode. And you're exploring it to enable efficient communication systems and effective computing techniques, which are crucial for the success of NASA. Can you explain the problem that is being addressed just before we go into the specifics of blockchain, just in general? What is this problem?
1: Yeah because in the deep space exploration there is some challenges for example it is difficult to integrate the human manually change or an operation because of the big time delay between the deep space and the on ground station Therefore, it is important to develop a resilient communication and intelligent computing infrastructure in order to achieve the deep space exploration. So to achieve this goal in our current project, we applying the blockchain technology, which provides a secure platform for communication and networking, and also the certain machine learning technology, which is uh, used to realize the intelligent decision-making in order to achieve this goal.
0: One thing that you mentioned was this concept of deep space exploration and integrating human in this communication chain. Can you explain some of the things that are being communicated? in this context.
1: I'm not sure how many things are confidential oh, okay. because it's a kind of the deep space project from NASA. But uh, what I want to say is uh, here we try to avoid the interference from human. So basically because the normally the communication delay between the deep space and the ground is about 20 minutes. For one direction, and the round communication is 40 minutes. So it's too late if we want to only manually change by human. Therefore, by using the secure and uh, resilient computing networking in the deep space automatically, that definitely help to improve. So the communication data include the potential images achieved uh, by the satellite in the deep space and so on.
0: One thing that I did see when I was researching for this was maybe this is just one open example about flying debris, which are just pieces of waste that are flying around in space. And what I saw is that humans help monitor this and communicate, you know, if you're about to collide with it or something like this. But I don't know, that's just... One example that I was able to find out, just to let people know some context about this.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of interruptions in the deep space. That's why normally we're using the delay-tolerant networking for deep space operation. That is because we cannot expect the potential um, housing movement of the summer planet really not really pay attention to before and also the waste in space. Therefore, it is very important to make sure the communication networking or decision making is resilient enough. because if you really wait for the decision making by human on ground to, how to say address that issue, it is too much late. What do you mean by resilient enough? Resilient means even there is an interruption there, you still can achieve the delivery. Of your information within the, for example, the um, say deadline, or we say meet the quality of service. So, for example, right. So I expected to receive the signal within certain delay, but um, potentially there is a waste or other interruption. Potentially, it's an interrupt those communication. You want to make sure your communication still reach there within that delay, even though there is unexpected situation.
0: I see. So you want to make sure you try again to send that piece of information.
1: And we can say it's a try again, or we can say we can rerouting. So basically, we do not have to be resend the signal, but if we can um, change the routing path of the signal, that is another way to achieve this goal.
0: To understand in a little bit more detail how blockchain can help this communication chain for the application at NASA, can you explain what blockchain is?
1: Generally speaking, I think a blockchain can be considered as an immutable and decentralized ledger. That is the I think it's a general definition. And in here we use the blockchain as a platform which can support the decentralized decision making amongst the different units or with the agents.
0: Why is the decentralized characteristic important in this context?
1: That is very important because it helps to avoid a single point failure.
0: So you mentioned a couple of things. You mentioned immutable and also that this is a decentralized ledger. What does ledger mean?
1: Ledger, you can think it's a recorder. Basically, it's as long as the certain transaction exist or completed those record cannot be changed they store somewhere here is a stored in the blockchain
0: And can you explain a little bit more this immutable characteristic, what this implies?
1: This is uh, basically to help to avoid the potential integrity issues. So basically, if we want to achieve the decentralized decision-making, in other words, the different agents can be different satellites or the other planet and so on, as long as they send a signal or say as long as uh, they want to See so this way, if they want to make a decentralized decision-making, they have to realize the peer-to-peer information communication. And uh, those peer-to-peer, because it's in a decentralized way, potentially it's a cost uh, security issue. And one of the security issues is the integrity. And the blockchain, how to make sure record all the existing communication, as long as it is completed, cannot be changed in the future. So in that way, in the other way, we can guarantee the integrity.
0: So what you're saying is, if I send you a piece of information, cannot be changed or edited or altered in any way?
1: Yes, cannot be manipulated.
0: In the context of network communications that we're talking about, why is this an important thing? Can you talk about an example, even if it's not related to the NASA project, of when you would not want a piece of information to be changed?
1: Yeah, sure. So I think that is very important, uh, as I mentioned, for the decentralized decision-making because there's too many communications there. And uh, all those communications, as as one of them is uh, interrupted or, say, compromised by the third party, which is now the reviewed, the final decision can be changed. So the blockchain-based guarantee all the peer-to-peer communication is... Say so this way, it guarantees the integrity of the peer-to-peer communication. Let's make an example. For example, there's a uh, three agents, like three parties, and the individual party, they make their own decision. And they want to share the information to the other parties. And uh, finally, there is a uh, final results or final decision is made. And if, for example, the party one and the party two, those communications is uh, potentially compromised, the data exchange compromised by the other attacker and so on, the final decision can be really different from what it's supposed to be. And the blockchain basically is as long as you communicate, you achieve or finish the changing of the information. That information itself cannot be changed anymore. It's required somewhere and integrity is guaranteed. So in that way, it's a void to any potential reduction of the integrity caused by the peer-to-peer communication.
0: So you're talking about how there's a decision that is made at the end. What is an example of a decision that is made?
1: I think nowadays it has a lot of decision-making, right? So, for example, I want to detect whether there is some target which I'm interested in there or not. And the party A, party two, and the party three potentially they have their own perspective of the observation on that target. So it cannot kind of guarantee all of them has the whole overall observation. So based on their individual partial observation, they make a certain decision, or they might just share their observation with the others. So. And finally, based on their collaboration, they can make a final decision based on their individual partially partial data or partial decision making. I'm not sure whether that is a good example.
0: Yes, that's good. In terms of the blockchain itself, what exactly is a block made of? What does it consist of?
1: Okay, so the block basically consists of two main parts. One is the record of the transaction, which just been verified. Another is the hash value. The hash value is basically the hash function. That is the main part which achieved the chain of blocks. So basically each block they has a hash value, There has a record and that hash value is determined by the record of the current transaction also the value the hash value of the previous blocks. So in that way the individual blocks can stack together as a chain.
0: I see. So what connects these blocks to a particular transaction is it this
1: hash value? Exactly the function to generate the hash value basically determined by two things. One is the content of the current transaction within current block and the second is the hash value output from the previous blocks. So by doing that basically the previous block, the outputs of the hash value used as the input of the next block.
0: Why do these blocks need to be linked?
1: Because, in that way, the individual block, if anyone wants to uh, hack the transaction record within the individual block, it will cause the overall hash value changed. So, that will be easy to detect. That is how basically blockchain can help to guarantee the integrity.
0: So, it helps prevent some security related hacks. Exactly. I see. I've been seeing blockchain getting a lot of attention recently, why are people particularly excited about it right now?
1: I think because the most, like some people say, this is a totally a new platform for all kind of different applications because that will provide a totally decentralized operation rather than centralized. Just for example, like nowadays we still using the cloud servers as the main platform to store stuff or do some high computational complexity work. But that is uh, basically still is a centralized server. So if we kind of leverage the blockchain, we can achieve the decentralized way. So I think the main part is a decentralized and immutable. These two parts caused a lot of interest from the different applications.
0: What are other examples of applications that you've come across that can leverage the blockchain technology?
1: I think one of the biggest ones is the financial. So, for example, yet before the our um, bank, so basically it's only, it's kind of centralized to manage all the accounts, all the transactions and so on. So the blockchain potentially helped to support decentralized peer-to-peer financial transactions, which is remove the reliance on the centralized third party.
0: Why is there a disadvantage of having the bank be this central entity in terms of financial transactions?
1: I think, again, I'm not uh, from a financial application background, but uh, based on my understanding, and uh, the set from, move from the centralized to decentralized, the benefit to bank itself is to avoid a potential single point of failure. Because anyone potentially can hack the centralized database, the whole information potentially can be lost. However, by using decentralized, basic information is stored in the decentralized nodes in the blockchain that help to improve the robustness and the resilience of the overall maintenance. And also from the user, the customers themselves, that is then they help to provide potential privacy or security and so on. Because before you potentially all the information, you give all the information to a centralized database. You have no idea you know, how, what they do with that. But now you can keep some of the information for yourself, your own local nodes.
0: I see. So blockchain enables this decentralized idea. So what I'm understanding is the potential of this could be that Let's say you have your financial information on blockchain and there's a layer maybe to manage it which could be owned by the bank but you could potentially decide to switch banks faster because the information is decentralized right you could just swap layers that are on top of blockchain
1: Yeah, that is a one way to think about it because but that is the has assumption is means a different bank has an agreement on the blockchain platform they want to use because uh, now, for example, Chase has a blockchain technology, and uh, that is only applied in their own bank.
0: Yes, exactly but I was just trying to illustrate
1: the big potential of this. Like, for example, right, the transaction can be a transaction of all kinds of applications. For the bank itself, the transaction for the financial purpose. So those transactions, before all the records, is recorded or stored in one centralized database owned by the bank itself. But now the transaction is stored in a decentralized way in the decentralized nodes in the blockchain. And those transactions are signed recorded or stored within the block, certain block. It cannot be changed anyway. So in that way, that is definitely help to guarantee the integrity and immutability for you know no matter how long it is stored there, unless you want to delete.
0: Immutability and decentralized are two characteristics that you've mentioned a couple of times of blockchain and why it's helpful. So I'm curious how is the characteristic of immutability achieved? How can you control that you cannot change the data?
1: That is because, as I mentioned before, so the blocks, they basically, you can think that it's a signature of the block is the hash value. And that hash value is determined by the previous block's hash value, which is the previous block signature, and the current block transaction record. So in that way, if anyone want to hack any of the content in the transaction potentially will change the hash value of itself, of these blocks, also the all the hash values of the future blocks. So in that way, basically there's a third party besides the two parties within transaction, the third party called the miners. Those miners are decentralized in the blockchain. So those miners can quickly detect those change of the hash values. In other words, those transactions where potentially being compromised will don't have any value anymore.
0: One of your recent projects is this project of applying blockchain technology to space navigation to enhance communications. Yes. When I was reading, researching for this, I saw that the architecture and the paradigm proposal was evaluated in different environments. Can you talk a little bit about the development process of this solution?
1: Yes, yeah, so currently we have uh achieve a decentralized platform um, uh, for computing and for networking by using the blockchain and the machine learning technology. Um they evaluate into an uh, environment one is the space exploration, the second is the basically achieve the computing in the in public.
0: And what are the technologies that you're using for for the blockchain portion, for example?
1: And currently, we leverage the Ethereum blockchain, when that is one of the most widely used uh, blockchain platform.
0: Is that the Ethereum one? Yeah.
1: Okay. Are there more options
0: currently than that one?
1: It's more options and we also currently working on developing our own blockchain platform, which is uh, more uh, appropriate for the requirement of the applications. But because the Ethereum that this this blockchain is a uh, Turing complete and also has a lot of capability to be used in the different application domain. So this is still the current platform we focus on, but there's all nowadays. I think there's a all kind of different uh, blockchain platform, but we think the Ethereum still is uh, one of the most uh, reliable and stable and well-established one. So we want to start from here.
0: So you started off leveraging Ethereum, and you're mentioning right now you and the team are developing your own solution for blockchain. What are some of the reasons? Why you would wanna create your own?
1: I think the main thing is that Ethering is still um. Say this way, the original motivation for develop having the Ethereum, I think, is in the financial because of the financial needs. So the financial transaction user has a more to- higher tolerance for the delay. But for our current, we want to guarantee our platform can meet the different type of uh, requirement for the communication, for um, space exploration or other applications. So we need to have a more strict uh, delay Including the block generation interval and so on, and uh, Eastern sometimes is not really meet this goal. That is uh, one one of the most reason we want to develop. Another second reason is uh, Eastern although that is a uh, Turing complete and, and they has the capability where the and smart contract, but smart contract still has a um, very limited for example, the pyramid number of parameters and uh, the complexity or the practical complexity to, for the applications so in order to remove those kind of constraints, I think the own platform definitely has more benefit.
0: What caught your attention? to start exploring blockchain and potential applications of it?
1: I think the main thing is uh, nowadays, although the machine learning or communication networking technology developed very fast, still the centralized platform is the main platform for these two domains. So we're very interested to consider the collaboration between the different nodes or different agents in order to achieve that goal, the decentralized word is definitely is very important. However, decentralized application or operation causes one big issue, which is the security, and the blockchain provides a perfect platform to achieve this goal.
0: You mentioned financial is one of the biggest areas where this technology is being explored and that part of why Ethereum was developed was for these financial needs. Are there other areas where you see this technology become more and more adopted
1: yeah so one thing is uh, the energy systems for example the power systems that is uh, nowadays. I think uh, people begin to look into the application in that area. So, like uh, before, um, the traditional power system basically is uh, all the power generation is come from the utility. But nowadays, because there are so many different type of decentralized generations, like PV or the wind turbine, which owned by the individual customers. So. Because of that, the potential peer-to-peer power transaction or energy transaction become more and more important and more and more attractive. So because of that, the blockchain platform provides a good infrastructure to achieve the secure peer-to-peer power transactions.
0: Jean, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. It's been great talking to you about blockchain, what it is, and
1: applications of it. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks to Blind for being a new sponsor of the show. Go to teamblind.com. That's teamblind.com to download the app and connect with other employees from your company. Check it out.